I'm your host, Dr. M, and you're listening to Aligned You, a podcast designed to assist you to truly be aligned through your body, head, and heart so you can reach your full potential in your own unique way. Hey there, Aligned You listeners, Dr. M here, and welcome to today's episode. Today, I'm super excited to be sharing with you all this week. Pop my teeth back straight in today. very early today. Today's episode, I'm excited to be sharing something a little bit different. I know we've been talking about baselines when it comes to our stress adaptation. I know I've been taking a slightly different approach to it this time around. We'll be getting back into some more science next week. But this week, those of you who follow me on Instagram, follow me or or on Facebook, uh, either at my aligned.u page or my Dr. Maria Z page on Instagram, would perhaps know that this week at the time of uh, the recording of this particular episode as I am in the midst of my birthday festival and you might be wondering, what the hell are you talking about, Dr M? Number one, what, you know, happy birthday. But uh, why do you have a birthday festival? I wanted to explain a little bit more about that today because it absolutely feeds into how I manage my stress and how I make sure I'm adapting to stress better. Because it was actually today's episode's inspired by a conversation I had with one of my clients who's also a friend who she turned 40 last week. And this week I'm approaching my 44th birthday. I want to talk more about why 44 is an important number when it comes to our time in life. But she asked me when we we're talking about 40, I said, oh, how are you feeling about it? And she said, oh, I'm not that excited to be honest. I'm, I'm not sure about 40. I went, no, 40 is awesome. I really have enjoyed my 40s so far and I can see enjoying them even more moving into the future and she said she asked me the question what did I feel the biggest difference was hitting 40 and particularly over the last couple of years it probably took me a little bit of getting used to in in coming into my 40s as I've spoken about before is my chronological age is never something that has bothered me in fact I've always embraced it I'm more concerned about my biological age which is definitely something I'm in the process of reversing and and actually have the photos to prove that and that's all naturally Uh, a lot of it has to do with sunrise and nature's medicine and the various things that I do which again I'll share more about as we get stuck into future episodes but one of the things that I'd said to her was when she asked me what the biggest uh, difference of being in your 40s was, is I actually said that I give less fucks about what other people think is number one. Uh, It took some practice getting there, but there's also some other things that I really have realised in my 40s that also is part of the reason why I now have a birthday festival rather than trying to uh, do a party all at once with all the different people that I know because that actually creates stress for me. So I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about that today because one of the beautiful things about when you use less fucks about what other people think is it really allows you to lean into exactly who you are and allowing all the cool bits of you to shine. Well, that's certainly how I plan it anyway, is that I, I allow me to be me more, which it can be polarizing. I'm not going to pretend that everybody loves me being me more. I talk a lot. I talk at length. If I'm comfortable with people, if I'm not comfortable with people, I can be really quiet. But it allows me to really lean in. And it's one of the topics that I actually talk about when I'm when I'm speaking to corporates is the ability to really fit out so you can stand out in business and in life. And I certainly feel like I'm doing that more now than ever before. Part of the reason why I have a birthday festival rather than having trying to have one party, and I did this for years, I can actually remember very distinctly on my 40th birthday, is that I had planned a weekend that was my dream 40th birthday weekend. It included beautiful restaurants in Sydney. At that time, I was still living down the south coast with my ex-wife. I planned a weekend away for us to come up to Sydney. We went to four of my favourite restaurants, uh, had a, a, a close-knit family dinner at my dear, dear favourite uh, restaurant, Red Lantern, with 
beautiful friends. And then um, in the mix of it, I had all these various people asking me, was I having drinks? Was I having a big party? And I was like, no, 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 I'm just doing what I want to do, which is really at that point hang out with my then wife, go to these beautiful restaurants, have a very intimate dinner with 10 of us, uh, and then that's all I wanted to do. But I, I succumbed to the pressure, which was to have a bigger drinks. The irony being is my birthday is the 10th of February, and usually the weather is extreme on the 10th of February. It's very rare you get a nice day where it's just, you know, a perfect 28 degrees, the sun shining, no wind. That particular weekend was a heat wave in Sydney. It was about 48 degrees and um, my ex and I, Kerry, had been out for lunch, been along a beautiful restaurant in Sydney. It's a very special occasion restaurant. But funnily enough, I did have my birthday sung to me by the waiter, birthday, uh, happy birthday sung to me by the waiter and the cake waiter. Conversation for another time. It was a very funny moment. But I'd given in and I'd planned these drinks at the Opera Bar. Really, there were about 30 people coming. and But because of the heat wave, everybody started cancelling and it became very stressful. And we ended up sitting out in 48 degrees waiting for five people to arrive. And I promised myself at that point that I'd never do that again. Well, I must say it took me a couple of years to actually get it through my head that that is not how I enjoy spending my birthday. I'm really blessed. I have these amazing people that I I have in my world that I surround myself with and they come from all different aspects of my life, whether that's their friends from school, their friends from work, they might be friends that I do my spiritual development with, friends through business development with, it's business friends, lots of different areas of my life. And so what I realised is the way that I like to socialise with my friends and connect with my friends is in small groups. Hence, the birthday festival started on the 28th of January. uh, And I believe when I look at it is my last dinner that I'm claiming as part of my birthday festival will be the first week of March. And it's not because it's me being egotistical and I want to spend that much time celebrating that I'm on the planet. It's actually that what I'm spending time celebrating is the connection that I have with these amazing people because it feeds into my highest values, which is part of probably your homework this week, Aligned You listeners, and part of areas to focus on. What are your highest values? And I don't mean honesty, integrity, and things like that. That's important. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to values, my highest values are number one is my is my health in various areas, my physical health, my spiritual health, my mental health, my my financial health, all of these things are really important. They're like number one priority. Number two is human connection, whether that's with my beautiful friends at the moment, in the future with a a lover and a partner, they're not dropped in just yet, that will happen. Um, But these are things that are are super high priority for me. And then number three is that uh, I, I have a great value and love of great food, great wine, the beautiful opportunity to connect over food. It's a very high value of mine. And number four, I think I got to four, or this might be five, is continual spiritual growth, mental growth, and personal development growth and disruption, all so that I continue to evolve. They're my highest value. So the things that I choose to do throughout my week feed into that. It's part of, I've spoken about it a lot this year so far, is that when we're designing our life, so we're designing it to be the life we design versus it designing us, is that when I'm actually looking at what I'm doing across a week, I look at, does it feed into my values? If it does, great. If it doesn't, don't do it. Don't do things out of obligation anymore, uh, very rarely. And if I, there are times where I have to because it's a duty, then I make sure I've framed it in a way that it doesn't feel like an obligation. So your action step this week, aligns you listeners, is to start thinking about what are your true values? What floats your boat? What do you want to be using as your guide throughout a week of how you want to spend your time? 
Because sometimes what happens is when life is designing us versus us designing life is we end up living life to other people's values. We make choices around what other people want us to be doing versus, well, actually, what do I want to be doing? It's my birthday. If I don't want to be spending time in a big group because I actually find it quite stressful, um, I find it quite stressful to try and combine the different people that are in my world who don't know each other. I don't want to spend my birthday trying to introduce them. I, I would love them to meet at some point, but there's a different opportunity other than when it's about actually getting the chance to connect with them. And this birthday is a little different this year as well. It's the first birthday that uh, that Yoda is up on her pink cloud. It'll be the first birthday that I don't get a phone call from her singing me a happy birthday live. I'm sure there'll be pink clouds around on Wednesday. But it's it's making sure that within the new way that my birthday will be functioning this year is that I have it planned out that, as I said, it's bringing me great joy to actually be able to connect beautifully with my various special people, um, getting to connect beautifully over food and uh, hopefully not too many wines, um, and that's certainly the plan. And it is also a reminder of the power of the people that we spend time with. Again, we've spoken about it this year, but uh, particularly over this period where I'm getting con to connect with all my favourite people, is it reminds me who my favourite people actually are and how do I leave after I've spent time with them? Am I leaving energised? Am I feeling uplifted? Am I feeling like we've got to have a conversation that is two-way, that we're actually bouncing off each other? All of these things are things that I am aware of. And you might be thinking, wow, that seems really, um, it might seem a little unusual if you don't have an awareness about this sort of thing yet. I'd highly, highly, highly recommend that it is something that you act on this week is just tap in. As you're spending time with the people that you spend the most amount of time with, is how are you feeling? Are the conversations uplifting? Are they all doom and gloom and looking at all the downside of the world versus actually looking at the upside of the world? Is it people uh, that are getting to know the new latest version of you or is it people that perhaps are still stuck at how you were 10 years ago? It's fascinating when you start uh, being aware of that sort of interaction, how then you can start to shift it and either they come with you or sometimes they don't. And then sometimes those friendships become, for me anyway, they become historical friendships. And I was having a conversation with a, a beautiful friend on Saturday night about it is that, you know, what do you do with historical friendships that perhaps don't serve you in the way they once did? And, and how do you let them go effectively? And it's an interesting one because it took me some time to get my head around these sorts of friendships where I, lo I love these people. They're part of my history, part of the tapestry of my life. But I don't spend a whole lot of time with them anymore because we're just in different places and that's okay. Might see them occasionally and it's really lovely to see them and to be in touch. But as far as a regular hanging out like we once did, it just doesn't serve anyone, either one of us, because at the end of the day, some of those points of commonality have changed and that's okay. Our areas of interest have changed and that's okay. We don't have to force things anymore. And to allowing people and opportunities to flow into our life, particularly new opportunities as we're growing and evolving, we've got to have space. If we're spending time with people that bring us down or lower our vibration or that we have nothing in common with anymore, how can we possibly have time in a very busy world to allow the space for new souls and humans to come into our space that are meant to? Hope that makes sense. And it's fascinating. That period of time when you actually create that space 
it can feel a little scary. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't because all the, all of a sudden, and particularly for somebody who lives on their own with their furball currently, is that all of a sudden you go from having uh, a consistent connection with certain people to all of a sudden when you, you create that space, it can feel a little bit lonely in that moment. I acknowledge I'm never alone. I have amazing people around me, but they don't live with me. Um, and so it can feel a little lonely in that moment. But to be able to sit in that space and to allow for new things to come in has been such a powerful lesson over the last 12 months, which brings me to why my 44th year is important. It's actually important for all of us. Is And you might have heard this before. I've spoken a little bit about seven-year cycles in previous episodes, but one of the things they say about your 44th birthday, and when I say they, various teachers, is that it's your pre-birth year before the second half of your life. It's said that 45 is the starting point from an astrological point of view of it's a starting point of your second half of life. And 44 is the pre-birth year where it is time to make sure that you have learned all the lessons that you needed to learn in your first half of life before you start repeating them in the second half of life. I feel like I've done a lot of that over the last 18 months and I definitely feel in a very new space coming into this year, which is a beautiful time to be building all the new awesome things that are coming into my sphere in this year, which I'll be able to announce more of over the coming weeks. Can't wait to. Not very good at keeping secrets. So it's been very hard to sit on some of the very exciting things that are about to happen. But it's a perfect timing for it is that uh, I feel like the my 30s uh, were really bumpy. Coming into my this seven-year cycle was super bumpy. Uh, it felt like I was in a lot of turbulence and I made it through, thank goodness. And then as I'm coming into this year, it feels like there's definitely hurdles getting thrown, but I just have this absolute trust that it will all work itself out. And a lot of that is because of the lessons that I've learned, some the hard way, some easier way, some in bumpiness, some in flow, is that coming into my 44th year, it feels very much a year of flow, which is super exciting. So your action step this week, aligned you listeners, is to make sure you're checking in in terms of what are your values and are you living your week to them or are you living them to somebody else's? And also perhaps doesn't matter what age you're at, is that I wish I'd learned some of this stuff way earlier if Perhaps, I, you know, timing is what it is. I wasn't meant to, obviously. But is to be understanding of that. Some of those lessons, some of the people that you're spending time with, is it actually assisting you to get into flow or is it actually you having to force things? Because flow is way more fun and joyful. But before I go this week, my high rotation music, my top five, uh, anything by Maggie Rogers this week. Seriously, I love her whole album. It's like it's a story of my life at the moment. Um and it's, yeah, I love her voice and I love I love the lyrics, could listen to it all day. Book this week, I am reading How to Break the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Do- Joe Dispenser again. Uh, I've been reading this book a few times a year for the last four or five years. And the really cool thing is, is that each time I read it, because you can't read this book and be the same person, is that each time I read it in a new version, I get something different out of it. And that's certainly been the case again this time around and nearly finished it. Uh, What did I do to align myself and to de-stress, decompress? I went for a spin down the freeway the other day to visit one of my beautiful friends. Um, One of the reasons why I love getting onto the big road, uh, which I don't get to do as often, which is good and it has its pros and cons, is that... um, when I'm on the big road, I get into a really beautiful theatre brainwave and I get a lot of ideas, which is good fun. I did forget to put my voice recorder on, though, by, so by the time I got to, to my destination is that, unfortunately, I've forgotten some of the things that had come to mind, but they came back, thankfully, so that's always a good thing. Quote of the day, which I think is appropriate for a birthday week, it's by the famous author Dr Seuss. Today you are you, are you. that is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. 
and to own exactly who I am and to lean in it more and more and harder and harder this year is something that uh, with flow, not with force, is something I'm so looking forward to doing uh, because to spend time trying to be anyone else but ourselves is bloody exhausting. I was speaking about it. I was on a virtual summit last week and it was one of the um, things we were talking about on the panel was if you're trying to be anybody else but you, it can actually make you sick. It switches on your stress receptors. If you can't be 100% comfortable with who you are, it actually can make life a whole lot more difficult and that is certainly not the plan for 2021 because there are enough external forces around us that are trying to throw us off. So the more we can be in control of our internal space, mindset, our body, head and heart and making sure it's aligned, the easier it's going to be for us to be able to perform at our best in our own unique way. But that's it for this week, Aligned You listeners. Bye for now and I'll catch you next time. And that's it for today's episode, Aligned You listeners. Remember to hit the five-star ratings and share today's episode with your friends and be sure to join our collective on Facebook and Instagram at Aligned You. Look forward to catching you next time. The information shared on Aligned You podcast is of general nature and for information purposes only. It is not specific medical or personal advice. You should seek assistance from your healthcare practitioner for your individual circumstances. Any information provided doesn't imply endorsement or third-party devices or products and cannot provide you with health and medical advice.